Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from John chapter 20, verses 24 to 25. Now Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. Everything was dandy until he called her stinky. <laughs> that was the lead sentence in an article on nicknames that appeared in Glamour magazine a number of years ago. And they went on to quote a British study of the most hated nicknames in the United Kingdom. A few years ago, the Miami Herald had an article which also examined this topic of nicknames, and they noted they're meant to be signs of affection, but most nicknames sound more like insults. Well, that could certainly be said for Thomas. It would probably shock the disciple to know that for generations, he's been saddled with the nickname Doubting Thomas. And every year, we can't help but shake our heads and wag our finger when we think of him. But let's back up a moment and see if that's fair. The disciples must have been breathless and overjoyed when they told Thomas the wonderful news. We have seen the Lord. So imagine how deflating it must have been to hear his skeptical reply. Then again, all they had to do was think back to their own reaction when they first heard this news. Luke tells us, When the women came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. When you think about it, they could have all been given the nickname the Doubting Disciples. But then again, they just all sound the same. Skeptical Simon, apprehensive Andrew, and, well, you get the idea. On one hand, it's useful to note that the disciples were not the gullible type to believe just any news that came their way. They weren't the type of individuals who would believe pigs could fly simply because someone told them. They were feet firmly on the ground folks just like you and me. So it's not hard to understand Thomas's insistence on rock-solid evidence, or more precisely, a flesh-and-blood risen Savior, whom he could see with his own eyes and touch with his own hands. However, what Thomas and the others didn't realize was that they already had rock-solid assurance. It came from Jesus' own word of promise. Jesus had already assured them all that on the third day he would rise. The disciples had no reason to be suspicious of the women's Easter morning announcement then of our Savior's resurrection. Thomas had no reason to doubt when the disciples announced that they had seen our living Lord. So, when Jesus showed himself alive to Thomas the following week, he wasn't scolding him for doubting. In fact, he assured him of that by announcing once again, Peace be with you. But he wanted Thomas to know that he never had any reason to doubt. And then, with you and me in mind, Jesus went on to say, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. You and I are blessed in that we have the same good news of our risen Savior that Thomas had all along. And we're blessed in that we don't have to wait until we see him to celebrate that new life and forgiveness that we have in him this day. Thomas was late for the party in that he made himself wait an entire week before he allowed himself to be convinced. But you and I can be certain right now and don't have to wait another minute to begin celebrating. The Holy Spirit, who has called us to faith by the gospel, assures us here in his word the fulfillment of our Savior's promise to rise again, the very same word God gave to the women, to the disciples, and to Thomas, whom you can be sure no longer doubts. Maybe a better nickname would be just that, no doubt about it, Thomas. And through faith, it can be yours as well.
Let us pray. Living Savior, thank you that by your cross and resurrection, you have removed any reason for me to doubt your love and my eternal redemption in you. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.